You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, show 161, December 13th, 2021. <coughs> Dave, you're coughing. Did you catch yourself a bit of a, uh, a, uh, a cold this weekend in your uh, weekend festivities, or is the old body breaking down? You said you, you may have got into it a little bit on Saturday night. Is, a, is the body just need a little bit of rest after one of those? Uh, a guy your age, Dave, uh, <laughs> doesn't recoup like it used to. That's not necessarily true. All I need is sleep. When, you know, I... I... I did uh, tip a few too many back on Saturday there, but the good news was it was uh, I was home in bed at eleven. So, uh, that so Sunday for, morning, fresh as a daisy. No, I want. We're not going to say fresh as a daisy, but you know, I I'm a seasoned veteran. I can there take care go. of that. By ten yeah. o'clock, I was ready. I was. It was in just another day. That uh, I uh, me I, I also got into it on Friday night as well. My brother flew in from uh, Victoria. Uh, him and his fiance, me and De- uh, the producer Deanne and uh, Trish and Mike went to the, the uh, Hurricanes game. Had a few before, had a few during, and had a few after. So uh, nonetheless, I uh, I had a scheduled uh, sleep in day. So I uh, I also got into it a little bit over the weekend, but uh, feeling good now. Everything's good, uh, hunky dory, peachy keen. But anyways, Dave, the big news over the weekend was the uh, geez. It ain't looking good for NHL participation in the uh, the Olympics over in China. Um, the quarantine rules came out not from the IOC, not from the Canadian Olympic Committee, but from the, the Chinese government that if um, if you test positive for COVID and then get two consecutive uh, positive tests after that, you could be uh, quarantining in the uh, in the country of China for three to five weeks when it's all said and done. That means, let's just say, throw a name out there. Let's say if Connor McDavid tests positive for COVID in China, um, I'm going to assume when uh, most um, athletes are done their events, they're getting out. When the IOC or the Canadian Olympic Committee, when, when, when they're done, they're leaving. So these guys are going to be staying there by themselves. I can't see And it's not just like a kind of a quarantine. Like they're getting quarantined lock up phone like the whole bit um i can't see these guys or the 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 owners of these teams and managers everything else letting these guys go over to china i just can't see it happening um from from how i understand it though it's it's 100 up to the players this is what they fought for in that last cba because they were pretty pissed about this missing those last olympics so it's going to be up to the players um the the nhl the the team owners they cannot dictate like they can't officially dictate but as a player i don't know i don't know like i sure i want to play in the olympics sure i want to have a chance to win that gold medal but that's pretty risky because you don't know you don't know how stringent the testing is over there you don't know the competition and unlike, say, uh, a speed skater or even a figure skater, right? You got five days of competition and then you're done. Whereas uh, the men's tournament, the men's and women's tournament, that's 10 days. Like, so you have to be there. Let's go over there for, for, pre, for pre-workouts and everything else. <laughs> and, and then it, on and on and on it goes, Dave. I, I can't see, I can't see uh, 
a player saying, because, okay, on that note, the, the Calgary Flames, they had a COVID outbreak. They're not playing right now. The, the, the Islanders, they had their COVID outbreak. The Chicago Bulls have a COVID outbreak now. There's on and on and it's going. It's, it hasn't gone away. What level it's at, I don't know. I'm not, still not a scientist a year and a half into this podcast, plus two years into COVID. Um, it hasn't stopped people from getting COVID. I can't see an NHL player saying, okay, yes, they're the hiring guys, so their money is not really a problem, but I can't see them giving up their freedoms just in case they catch COVID, even though they're vaccinated and everything else. I can't see them personally going over with the chance infiltrated by what and what and what that I, I, I can't see it. I just can't see them going. Well, yeah, like it's, I, 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 I went either. Like I, I, it's just the smart thing to do would be to stay home because I don't, I don't know what the, the situation is with fans over there, but you know, the, the interaction, you, you, the bubble can only be so tight, right? You got, um, there's a billion people there, man. Well, yeah. And then you got people serving food. You got people cleaning toys. You got people at the rink. You got, there's people everywhere and they're not all living in a bubble. There's no way. So no. I, I, don't, I actually I think don't... now that you mentioned like when, when the Edmonton bubble happened, I was wondering about that a year, summer and a half ago, whatever it was. Geez, it seems like so, so 10 years ago now, but I was what like the, that Boston pizza across from Rogers place or whatever it's called, Rod, when they were going there, th- that person who the cook there, like when COVID was at its, its height, not in Alberta, but like were those people in getting tested in a bubble and I because there's only so many rooms in those hotels not in that vicinity. It, yeah. I, I just find it hard to believe that everyone who's in contact with these athletes, whether it be the hockey players or the ski jumpers or the losers, are all going to be quarantined and in bubbles. I just can't see it. And then and then like and and fans, like are they, I, I imagine there's gonna be trying to sell tickets to these games, but like and then I, I don't know. I, I think the risk is just too high because the last thing on anybody's to-do list would be seclusion in a in a Chinese hotel room for three weeks. Like well, and then and like I said, like when, once you have the the Canadian Olympic contingent, once they leave, are they staying? Is a player there by himself? Is a athlete getting left there by themselves? And how much do you like? And I don't. I'm not a political guy. I watch a little bit of CNN now and then. But everything I've read about the Chinese government, how much can you trust them? Because all of a sudden you're there for five weeks, like, okay, when can I go? Well, your test is still this. Your test is still this. Like, yeah, like it, it, there's just too many uh, hot button topics to, that would say, uh, I ain't going. Me yeah. personally, I wouldn't be going. I don't think I would either. It's just too risky. It's too risky. Like, it's, it, it's, it's you got too much to lose as far as your career and and the season back at home and and who knows like you say the shiftiness of the chinese government like who who's to say that test was even positive right like they, they do what they want and no there's nobody always have always it. will right it's yeah do, do you think dave that maybe when they're they're making a decision like each player it is up to them and it, it's going to be up to the nhlpa that they, they will vote on it. But if the guys who are shortlisted, the 35 guys or 50 guys right now who are getting tested, do you think that uh, there's actually 100 votes, not 50 votes, because the other uh, 50 votes are the wives? 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I do know what you mean, but like it's because listen, you can go for two weeks. That's fine. But if you leave me this orangutan for seven weeks, no way, not a chance. Yeah, because that now that's just worry. You're already worried as a family member, let alone um, worried for your your husband or, or partner that's that's yeah. now in in COVID jail in in China. Like just. Uh, it would be awful. Gee, okay, and question number two on this, Dave. Does it come down to a little bit about how much more important a Stanley Cup is than an Olympic gold medal for your country? Because Canada's favored to win, and there's a good chance they will. I mean, that's just what it is. But you go over there, and you win a gold medal, and get COVID, and you got to stay. Or if you stay at home and win a, a Stanley Cup, and don't go, what's more important to say, let's use McDavid. Let's use McDavid. Well, I, I got it. Like both are very important to him. But I, I have to believe if you can finish with one in your career, um, I imagine Iggy would trade um, two gold medals for one Stanley Cup. I don't 100%. know that. 100%. I, I, yeah, but your name's on that Stanley Cup, and and that's and that's what what puts food on your table. That's what provides generational wealth for your family, and and it's your job. It's your job. The, that's the, it. Playing for the your country is an honor and a privilege, and and it's something that they take very seriously. But at the end of the day, you're playing for that cup. You're playing for your NHL team. That's your employer. Yeah, because. How many Olympic gold medals Canada won in 02, 10, 14, right? Like those are the years that they won. Yeah. You could probably name most players from those three three teams. If if the if the roster is put in front of you or the pitch is in front, of you, you could probably go through and name them all. Um because of the exposure. But winning a Stanley Cup, man, I still think that that's a bigger, a bigger deal to, to me. I mean, Canada's already favored to win. It's become old hat to us. Now, if we don't win, we get upset. You're right. Like what what the hell happened, right? Mm-hmm. No, it, you're you're right. Like it just the the stakes have never been higher. Like in in choosing to go, like it's it's downright dangerous, and 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 not that you're gonna um, get so sick that you'll never be able to perform again, but it but just the 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 harm that can happen to your team's chances because these aren't ham and eggers going over either. Right. No, it's, it's not, uh, it's not the third and fourth liners going over. It's not your third string goaltender going over. It's not the, right. Yeah. It's, it's your guys. Right. And I, I would find it like, yeah, yes, but I, I it's up to the players association to make the, the decision at the end of it. But at the end of the day, man, the players association gets paid by the, by the owners still, no matter what, no matter what. Uh, Nah, no, I disagree. The players do. The players do. Yeah, right. Um, Put yeah, money into yeah. escrow. That blah that comes from the owner still. Yeah, yeah. Well, it comes off the salary. Yeah, but right? that's yeah. the owner's money. Well, no, it's your salary. You, you don't see, make someone's six paying million. You. Well, someone's paying you for you to put it back in the kitty that they yeah, can pull back. Off. That's what I'm getting at. Like it's still the owner's yeah. money at the end of the day. It's yeah. So you're still your still your job is still your employer. Yeah, but he like yeah, when you have and like everyone there is a difference maker, right? So yeah, you you, you got to have the most important players back at the at the job cut when the Olympics are over. 
I hope they go. I mean, I didn't watch the last Olympics at all with the with the amateur guys or whatever. I can't remember the, the minor league guys. I can't remember. It was a whole lifetime ago. Lots of happened between now and then. Um, it has lost its luster even with NHL guys for me because it has become sort of a uh, Canada versus the world. So us, us, instead of Canada um, trying to win a gold medal, which we didn't win for so many years, even with um, Olympic participation or professional participation. I, I, I'm neither here nor there. I'd rather see the NHL guys go, but I'm probably, I'd 60-40 to watch regardless. Oh, no, if they're there, I'm going to watch for sure. And then what I do hope, and, you know, the luster, it's not the same, but it's just as close as you're going to get, like have another World Cup of Hockey in the summer or something like that, because it has been some time now since we have seen best on best competition. And that's, yeah. it, it's, it is so fun to watch. And, and it's nice to cheer with, uh, with your, the flag on your sleeve. No, I mean, that's, and the world junior, we're getting onto that part of the year. We'll talk about that maybe on, on Thursday show that, that you know, you, you watch team Canada and the world junior comes around. It's, it's huge. It's been so, so big for so long. And then, you, but the, the Olympics, it took the whole other level. Just the games are either way too late or way too early. Well, that's the thing about living on a round planet. You know, right? like they can't. Well, according to some, there's none. I wonder what time the games are for flat earthers. We well, still have is, to look it, that up. Yeah, like well, how the time zones work on the flat Earths. We still have to look that up before before the new year. We'll maybe do a, a flat Earth Society show on the 28th of December or something. We'll figure something out. And so, like on the, uh, as a flat Earther, like is the I Earth still don't static, know. or or does it kind of like spin like a like a plate, right? And that's how we get day and night. Like this, so did, does it I spin? I've, okay. We we've been threatening to talk about this for a long time. Do some actual research on it, but well, we. I don't. Want, I don't want to research it. Go on. I want someone to tell me. Yes. I don't want to read about it. Anybody no, listening no. out there, if you're a flat earther, don't be afraid to touch uh, to uh, get in touch with the guys at 1420 Podcast. Let us know your thoughts. We're not going to dispute them. Just tell us, here it is. Here's what we think. I'd, we'd love to hear from it. I'm just not gonna, le- just uh, the you, link. I don't yeah. want to talk to you. No, I, I'd, I I'd like, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mind talking. I wouldn't mind talking. You can give me, you can drop me a line. We'll email back and forth. 1420sports at gmail.com. Anyways, the 1420sports podcast, four viewers of sports talking a whole lot more. And before this year is up, we are going to do a little bit of research on the Flather Society. Oh, that's only like two weeks, though, buddy. Well, there's a lot of research to be done in two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, I think it'd be like a 10-minute a, a read. To be I mean, it's all three minutes. No, I think one good shit, and I'll have everything I need to know. Is a good one a long one or a short one? Uh, when you feel satisfied. I'm in and out. Man. It. I get I it. Know. I get done. I can't sit uh, there very long. I got a lot. Mover and a shaker, Dave. Okay. Well, sometimes you find that you're reading a good article or something like that. It can take a little bit longer. Depends what you got to read. I can read outside the bathroom, too. Well, once you start, you can't put it down. Anyways, the 1420 podcast, four beer with a sports talk, and poo, poo talk is always welcome in my books. 1420 sports podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, the CFL season came to an end last night uh, with the exciting great cup that went to overtime. I know you're not the biggest CFL guy. Neither am I. Um, I found that I got uh, back to the hotel 
um, for the second half last night. And I heard the first half was just a snoozer. At one point, the score was a hockey score with uh, Hamilton four, Winnipeg two. It was like the Hamilton Bulldogs and Winnipeg Jets or whatever team you want to call from the old AHL days in a 4-2 game. Um, CFL rules are a lot different, obviously, with the kicking and field position and it's fast and, and uh, your you know, couple plays and a punt here and there. But the second half, Dave, that was entertaining as hell. Like I was tuned in and then I tuned out when Hamilton was up by, by 12 and everything else. And then they come back and Winnipeg turned it on in the fourth quarter and there was field goals and field position. Like it, I thought it was fantastic. The speed of the game, like when they're rushing off the line, I think it's great. I thought it was a great end to a, a, a what was I heard was a mediocre game to begin with. I thought it was entertaining. It was a, Best football game I've seen in a couple of years, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute that. It was that football, good. Football game, period. Like not. And, and I've seen game. it in a couple of years. Best football game I've seen in two years. The I think you mean I think you mean most entertaining, which is okay. Oh, entertaining. Uh, okay, I, entertaining. Yeah. Um, I I I was not. I just kept a side eye. I have I had a Christmas gathering. I had to go to. It was on in the corner. I watched kind of out of the side of my eye and, and I was not enthralled as, as you were. I, I do know I, I was keeping an eye on the score because my father-in-law, it's the old folks, the gray hairs that, that, yeah. re, that, that really pay attention to the CFL. And uh, he's a blue bomber fan. So uh, I was happy for him. Um, I'm glad it was a good game. I'm glad it was entertaining um, because that, that, uh, that product needs a shot in the arm. They need to get some more eyeballs. They need to get uh, people interested in, in becoming uh, active fans again in the CFL. So, so I'm glad for that. Yeah, no, it was Dave. Uh, it was, I thought it was phenomenal. The Chris cut like the, the announcers, because they were into it all the time. It, it was, it was great. The, I heard the Arkells at halftime was fantastic as well. Uh, Canadian content to the halftime show. That's what they should always do. Not bring in people who don't know, you know what the CFL is. I think that's what uh, the CFL has to get back to their grassroots grow a little bit, obviously, because for progression is good progression, but um, there was rumors today, Dave, they're, they're, they're going to be taking a look at maybe going to a four down, a four down game, the CFL. I don't think you can with the size of that field, because it would be too easy to gain 10 yards in four downs. In my opinion, they, there would be too many rule changes to go to a four down game that would uh, change the CFL game completely. And I, I don't think it's a, a wise thing for CFL to do, but the it changes good, good as the rest. I, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know either. And um, you know, you always, what makes sense to me would be just even adopting the NFL rules and field and, and, have the CFL be the, the feeder league for the NFL. The, the, a bit of a developmental league makes sense to me because that would be the money. Like these guys lose money in their couch that the budget of these CFL teams have to yeah. work with in a, in a year. There's so much more money there. Um, I realize that is a bit sacrilegious because the CFL game, it, it is, it is kind of neat that, that the game that is so it's the same on its base principles we're going to take this ball and move it this way and you're going to try and stop it yeah. but there's so many differences in in the way that that the game is played and the rules and 
I just and, find it so fascinating that this, like this, like the guys get they run and it just they come across the field and they're smashing guys and they have uh, more time multiple, to make hits and, yeah. and there's multiple things going on and just there's a lot more going on in a CFL game, in my opinion, than an NFL game where it's very regimented. Yeah, this, it, this, it is, this. There's a lot more movement, like the, all that those those receivers with their running starts to a. Uh, uh, to the line of scrimmage like, yeah it's crazy it is crazy and i you know and i think that like one of those guys is offside more often than not well last night when i was watching like i was pretty up close to the old tv because my eyes aren't getting good but there was some the guy had like two yard head start there's no way that wasn't and yeah I, I just find it fascinating compared to the nfl game where they're stagnant and go and it's regimented it's it it's it was anyway the game was a lot of fun it was uh it was highly entertaining the the, the uh, blue bombers come back to win it uh, my Manitoba brethren back, uh, my family, the Redlinskis and Verholkas, everybody else were quite excited on the uh, Twitter machine and uh, last night celebrating the uh, Blue Bombers win. Anyways, the NFL last night, Dave, uh, at one point, Chicago, they were at a fourth and two. They were down by a bunch. Uh, they decided to kick a field goal to go down by nine in a, in a division game that they weren't going to win. They're not going to, to catch Green Bay for the division. Wouldn't you think? Let's see what this team's got, and maybe go for go for two and see if we, what kind of what kind of line we got, what kind of quarterback we got, what what we could possibly do, what kind of coach we got, what kind of system we got. Instead of kicking a fucking field goal to keep you down by two scores, anyways. I hear what you're saying, but then if if the field goal you're talking about that was kind, I think that was like with three minutes left in the game, they weren't coming back. They, 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 the writing was on the table. Like they just want to keep, they just want to roll clock. Like why let's take some points and, and but the clock would have ran if they didn't get the first down. No, the clock stops. If you get the first down, no, but if, if they you don't, didn't, yeah. but if they, if they didn't, didn't, Oh, well, well then the clock stops. The clock stops on change of possession. Like it, it just, to me, what are you playing for then? Well, they, 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 like I said, when you're down by, like they were down by, not ten. They they were like down by three possessions, right? And so why not kick that field goal? We're like we're not. Like at what point do you say like it's it's like pulling the goalie when it's four one, right? Well, you it's, don't. It's, well, like, but that's kind of what you're suggesting. If if Chicago wants to go for it on on fourth and two, instead of kicking a field goal, like it's just. So, like, like, so is this stage of the season for most of these NFL and most of them are done? You're getting to that point now. It's like week after week, teams are dropping out. Is it getting to the point now where it's just like, well, let's audition a kicker? Is that what that was? No, I think that – I don't think that kicker is is new. It's just it's just like, let's go home. Let's not get hurt. Let's, so we'll just kick this field goal. We don't want any trash talking. I don't, I don't know because they were getting their ass handed to them. Oh yeah, it they was had, a close game a for good, a little bit there. Yeah, they, they had they a good took first off. Half. It's just yeah. It, it, I, I just find that this state that that's one thing about football that when the game's over, it's really over. Like there's no coming back. Like it's when a football game in the fourth quarter, when it's a 16, 17 point deficit, you might turn the channel, find something else. Cause those teams, they mail it in. There's not mm-hmm. many times in the fourth quarter where teams even give a shit. Like they're they're taking knees almost like it's 
that's the one thing about the NFL game that that is disappointing compared to the CFL game. A lot, of course, I'm, is recency bias. That game was a 12 point deficit, and it changed the lead changed hands three times in the CFL game because it's a different game. But an NFL game, if you're down 12, 14, 16 points, it's over, man, in the fourth quarter. There's no, they're not even, I wouldn't say not even trying, but it's, they run clock, they eat clock, and, it, and then it's just, they, they, they run you out of time more often than not. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an odd thing, like, especially when the, like we said, when, when one of the elites is playing one of the crap, it, there isn't nearly as many good games on every given Sunday. Like you can, there, there always is one or two, but there's yeah. sure is a lot of dogs. Like even uh, the Broncos were playing Detroit this weekend and they, they curb stomp them. Like the, the, the chiefs just embarrassed uh, the Raiders. Um, the Titans embarrassed. They shut out Jacksonville. Like, Oh, uh, we'll, we'll uh, to urban a second here. If you want. Um, Herb, Jesus, did did that man commit career suicide by leaving Ohio State years ago and then leaving the college game basically uh, to go to uh, Jacksonville where he thought he was going to be uh, the king there. He got Trevor Lawrence and Lawrence threw for four interceptions yesterday. He hasn't had a banner year under Herb. And then Herb's been uh, – it's been noted that he – was calling his uh, coaching staff uh, underqualified because he didn't hire them. He called them losers, apparently. Got in a shouting match with uh, one of the receivers. Got in a – basically said one of his linemen were overpaid. That a, a reporter said, do you think he's overpaid? And Herb went, yeah, probably. Like, did Herb commit career suicide by leaving the college game and going to Jacksonville? Well, he's clearly not near as smart as he thinks he is. And coaching these uh, these players Man. is a lot different animal than than being the general at at a university. And and he's finding this out, and it's it's a blow to his ego. And 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 also the the questions you can't be the the, the same shit that works for you in uh, Columbus, Ohio, does not work for you on the on the national t- the, the national uh, scene. It, it just simply doesn't it it you're, no one's that big a big a name that they yeah because on that note like good that's a good point dave like when you're a college football guy you'll get powder puff questions thrown at you by by, by the beat reporter for that team or else you won't you won't get invited back whereas some guy for from yahoo sports who covers the nfl walks in jacksonville he'll tell he'll ask her whatever he wants because he'll he, he can go to the next city anyways but the, right. the guy the guy who's from tuscaloosa he gets one question a week to to uh, Nick Saban, and it better be a good one, and it better not be uh, something that I don't like because you won't you won't get your press pass next time around. Yeah, and and then he's going to be an ass to you, and then like and then you're done, and then how do you write your article? And like now you're a hater, and it's 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 pretty culty in those college towns, especially the big successful programs. Yeah. And and Herb is finding out that people aren't there to kiss his ass. Yeah, they're there. He's there to to answer questions and and be accountable. It's big money, man. It's it's bigger than college money, and it's yeah. NFL's huge dough, man. And there's and I, players making a lot of money. A lot. The thing is, the players are making more money than the coach compared to college, but the players aren't allegedly aren't making anything, and the coach is making a lot. And so now the coach has to answer to these guys, and the guys are like, "Fuck, fuck him." 
Well, yeah, and now he has coaching staff, members of his staff that are saying, fuck you. Like, and, you know, I, I didn't sign up for this shit, you amateur. Go back to the college ranks. And yeah, en- enough play. with you. Like, yeah. fuck. Enough, man. We're the best coaches at, at, at we, what we do. I'm one of the 30 best defensive linemen coach in the world. So what do you – shut up. It, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's – it's a different ball game and he's finding it. And, and, and especially coming from the career he's had, his ego is so huge. He, he's not going to be able to, to find any self-reflection and, and try and, and figure it out that it's him that may be part of the problem. here. Like you wonder, you wonder why a guy like that, I guess ego, why he would take a job like that when he had it made in the shade, he was on Fox. He was, he was with Ohio state. Whatever happened there, why he laughed, who know, none of my it is my business. I guess we do, do a podcast, but it's um, you wonder why a guy like that would, would venture into the pros because, like, the best, the best Nick Saban, he was like, he was there for a cup of tea. He goes, I'm out, man. This ain't, this ain't what it's cracked up to be. Yeah, it's it's just such a different breed um, of, of, of person that can become a, a, a professional head coach, a professional football head coach. I don't think it's, as big a jump in hockey, but I think it's a big jump in basketball. Like guys can't. See, I do thought it about that too. Either. Yeah, in basketball too. Because I think in <clears throat> in America with American college sports, they're so big. So you have basketball, which is massive, football, which is massive. American college sports with hockey, like you, you look at the likes of here in our in our home province. Dave, you, you had uh, Brent Sutter, who was could do no wrong with the world junior teams. I can't remember the, the, the team they had in, uh, in South in North Dakota. So I think it was 2004. Yeah. The, the lockout year where they, the had, lockout, it was, I think it was, it was, they had that team enough, everything, like all yeah. this stuff. And, and Sutter could do no wrong. And then a year after he won again, and he was coaching the Red Deer Rebels to, to uh, Memorial cups and WHL championships a whole bit. He made the jump up to the NHL and that didn't go so well. I thought he had a couple of decent years in June. Decent, but nothing, yeah. nothing like I'm braces. So it's, there's kind of a comparison there where, oh, I can do this. So Brent Sutter's kind of like not an Urban Meyer type. type. I have more respect for Brent Sutter than I do Urban Meyer. But you can put the comparison there like, okay, well, maybe I'm supposed to do this. Wasn't and it not Brian this. Sutter? No, it was Brent. The Red Deer guy is Brent. Brent, yeah. Not Brian. The okay, owner, coach, Brian. bus driver, fucking general manager of the shebang. Yeah, he did yeah. it all. His Run wife was actually like the, the front office liaison, everything else. She did the whole thing. Yeah. Sandwich maker. Yeah, everything. So you kind of could do the comparison there that uh, like you can't uh, uh, Canadian college uh, or Canadian junior hockey in comparison. Like some guys, like Brian Kilray stayed in Ottawa forever and ever with 67s. So there's that comparison. Maybe just stick with what you're good at. Well, and then also, too, um, uh, college basketball in the States is such a beast, right? So these guys are pretty big men on campus as well. Like once That's again, all like recruiting, the, the, hey? Like that's, yeah. yeah. And, and, and dictators, and their, their word is not questioned, and, yeah. and they just do their thing as long as they keep on wing. Um, but then when motivation isn't a thing, like uh, when USA basketball was struggling a little bit at the Worlds, like not winning every year, which which they should, or every two years, I don't yeah. know how long that, that tournament is, Mike Krzyzewski turned it around. He mm-hmm. was the head coach because he's so well respected by these professionals that don't need to get motivated. 
That's the thing, the Babcock yeah. thing. You can be, you can have be the best X and O guy on the planet, but once you start uh, coaching professional men who are at the the height of their game, obviously, if you got to motivate them, it's you got to find a way that's that's not that's not motivated by fear because in college and junior hockey, the coach is the end all that be all. Like I'll dictates gonna, the rest gonna, of your life. Yep. So I'll staple your ass to the bench and no one's going to see you. And you'll be what selling you insurance about? or working beside Brent Redlinski in two weeks. Yeah. So, right? so, so it, yeah. it's, it's, if you can uh, find not a that your job is bad, but just, yeah. Right. Yeah. You're just not, you're not playing professional hockey anymore. And, and I do have a say about that when, until you get drafted. Yeah. Until you sign so a contract, this is it. You so. bet. Yeah. On that note, Dave, you, you mentioned a name. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski is uh, calling it a great career at Duke. Uh, we're not going to get into that until maybe later on in the basketball season. Um, spell Krzyzewski. K-R-Z-Y-E-W-E-S-K-I. I don't think you're right, but whatever. I think you're closer than I would have got, but there's there's a lot more constant Sushevsky than you would think. It's an yeah. odd spelling for the way that 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 name is pronounced. And it spells yeah, Krasuski or something. The way if you yeah. read it, it's Krasuski or it's really yeah. quite weird. But Sushevsky, anyways. 14, fact, 20, like, how can sorry. you how can you how can you spell your name that well that way? And then whenever anybody in uh, USA reads it, they know to pronounce it Shashevsky. That's just it. That's how famous that's, you are. That's that's you're a made man if, if, if they can say that name. <laughs> that's very true. 1420 Podcast. If you can sell, spell Shashevsky, we'll send you a hat. Anyways, 1420 Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. I wonder if Apple, uh, if autocorrect will correct that. I wonder, That would be... Really made if you if you put S H S H A C H E F S K Y Shashevsky and it changes it to and then an Apple the squiggle line came up Krasuski yeah <laughs> that and then you know you made her you bet when when <laughs> when the when the iTunes iPhone knows oh, how to spell Jesus Shashevsky how is that Shashevsky good Ukrainian um, boy see something. Uh, over the past weekend, Mark Andre Fleury of the now Chicago Blackhawks, who are not it's not everybody's favorite team right now, but anyway, Fleury with his uh, golden smile, uh, ex Golden Knight, ex Pittsburgh Penguin, uh, got his fifth hundred career win. Dave, this guy's done nothing but win. He just won a Vesna at the age of thirty-seven years old with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights last year. Uh, three Stanley Cups. One as a starter, couple there. He got dis, dis, uh, displaced by Marty Murray or Matt Murray or Matt, yeah, Matt Murray. Sorry, not Marty Murray. Ex Brennan Weekend, great. Um, but anyways, done nothing but good. Multiple time All Star, uh, been in the finals a couple times. Took the Golden Knights to the finals in their first year. Nothing but win. But for some reason, people doubt Mark Andre Fleury's career, his stats. You don't think of Marc-Andre Fleury as an all-time great, but geez, man, in our lifetime, it'd be tough to name 10 guys who are better than him. Yeah, he's put it, I think what I read though there as well was that he's the youngest ever to reach 500. 
like so younger than Brodeur and younger than Pat Roy when they both did it. And, you know, it, as you say that, I don't think, uh, I don't think Flurry deserves to be mentioned in the same sentence as Brodeur and Roy. I put those two far above Marc-Andre Fleury. Oh, absolutely. Those two, absolutely. Right? I, I would give you those two in a heartbeat over Fleury. There's no doubt about that. Pat Roy, uh, Brodeur, and Hasek are unquestionably heads and tails better than Marc-Andre Fleury. In our lifetime, absolutely. No. Yeah. And we, like, yeah. We, we talked off air about this, folks, for, for you who were just t- tuning into this segment, maybe. Um, we were talking about, we don't know anything about Jacques Plant. We don't know anything about Ken Dryden. We, we're, we're not including Trechak and his team playing there playing HL. We're not going to uh, bring in Esposito and, and those guys. We're just talking in our lifetime, guys that we know from, like, say, 1978 on kind of deal. Um, no of Dryden, but Dryden didn't have a very long career. But in our lifetime, there is there is there ten guys better than Flurry? Well, you let's name, talk. You name three, and I'll give you those for sure. Okay, one hundred percent. I do name three, and I'll give you those: Hasek, uh, Roy, and Bruder. Okay, and then I would th- I would rather have uh, Henrik Lundqvist. I think he's a better goalie. Didn't win anything. He didn't, but you know, like, I think uh, he did. He wasn't playing behind Sid and and uh, and Malkin either, right? But that's not that's not Flurry's. See, that's the, that's the thing. Is that Flurry's fault? Well, no, it's not Flurry's fault. But we're asking who's better, and then I think I think Lundqvist is better. I think Carey Price is okay. Better. On that note, then on that note, is Lundqvist better than Grant Fear? Because Grant Fear played behind some pretty good hockey players. Different. No, 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 don't change it for your own opinion. No, but it is a different style of hockey. Um, and Grant Fuhr, see, was Bill Ranford better than Grant Fuhr? I think so. Yeah, like for all for those two years, and I don't think it's close. Yeah, like when when Ranford won, uh, I think he only won the one cup with him with the order. Did he win two? Ninety. The ninety cup was his. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. No, I think he got two. He was the backup in for for the other one. For for Fuhr? For eight in eighty-eight. So with, Fuhr has four cups with yes. Doyle? Yeah. Okay. He was the backup because they played the Bruins and Moog was the, the starter for and, the Bruins in eighty eight. That's right. Yeah. And so Ranford has two, but it didn't play for eight minutes. Okay. So um, I could be one hundred percent wrong, but I sounded very convincing on that. No, but I'm I'm fairly certain on that. Yeah. And I think Fury almost is a little little old. Like I, I would like to keep the comparisons if we can to at least their careers overlapping. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think Luongo's a better goalie than uh, than uh, Flurry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I think you know what, what's a comparable. Who's better? Mark Andre Fleury or Chris Osgood? Fleury. Osgood has a cup. Okay, but also good. Also played in front of those All Star teams. Well, right? it doesn't matter who he played. No, in front. You but also good. Fucking said but, that to yeah, me. Yeah, but oh, but also good. Just ask him. Um, he played those teams that they could have me in that none. Well, they didn't do it until they got Vernie and then Hasek, and then also good won the third one. Right, yeah, I I think that also oh good's not nearly the the goaltender that Flurry is. 
I would imagine they have very comparable win totals. I don't know this. No, I don't. Because I don't think Osgood played played for as many years. I mean, I'm not going to hockey DB this right now, but um, Osgood had a good career. But if he played anywhere else, he would not have had a, as good a career. I'll give he, you flurry. He was he was serviceable for the team he played with. Does that I'll make say, sense? Yeah, I'll say Flurry is marginally better than uh, than Osgood. Um, that what who is the theater? What about Belfort? I don't like Belfort. I've never liked Belfort. Flurry's better than Belfort. I think so. Is Flurry better than Cujo? Are we talking uh, Cujo circa St. Louis slash Edmonton or circa slash Detroit, Toronto? Oh, no, yeah. The, the, not the last three, four years of his career. I'm talking uh, Edmonton, St. Louis. Edmonton, yeah, St. Lou. Yeah. He was real good. I... So- I'd probably go Cujo circa those years. But the thing is, of the longevity, okay, let's get back to this, Dave. Fleury's still winning games, Matt. That's He's still the, that, really good at the age of 37. Well, yeah, you think of someone like Jonathan Quick. You think of Matt Murray, who took his job. Both Murray's already out guys, of the game. Yeah, and, and Quick and Quick's is, on a downhill slide. Yeah. And he's only eight years in the league right now, right? Right. Like, uh, the fact that uh, Fleury has played so long, but, you know, and that Vesna last year, that he. But those he, awards are weird play? last year because they only played inter interdivision and yeah, it's. And he was with Leonard too. Like, didn't Leonard get most like? Well, they won the Jennings together, but but uh, Vesna won the. Uh, or, I get or, it, but he only played yeah. two thirds of the games, if that. Right. Yeah. It was. Now this might be a conspiracy theory, David. It might be sour grapes because I'm still pissed off at him for. That uh, I think it was 2000. Oh, Jesus. I can't remember what year it was. The World Junior, I think it was in Helsinki in 2002. Um, he uh, went out to play the puck with those, those golden pads and he shot it off Patrick O'Sullivan's chest and it went in the net and blah, blah, blah. And Canada lost the gold medal on that. It was a cold uh, January day. I was in Vernon, BC back then. Do you think there's still some, some sour grapes to Canadian hockey fans? That don't that still are like, yeah, but that day, because Canadian hockey fans are fickle, we're a fickle bunch. Do you think just maybe they're like, yeah, but fuck, do you remember that day back in what that whatever year? People still think about that as like that, that, that golden fuck up in those gold pads with the red jersey. Do you think people still think about that? Without a doubt, can't trust them. Can't, can't trust them in the can't trust a hundred percent can't trust them. Can't trust that guy. When the Stanley Cup, can't trust that guy when he was 17, that son of a bitch. Well, that's because they were outscoring him 5-2, right? Like, you didn't yeah. have to make that big save. It would, like, I would never want to have to have him make that big save in the third period. They, it's funny how you three, think that. If they don't have a 3-goal. 20 years lead, later, yeah. whatever it's been. Yeah, I mean, the guy's won Stanley Cups. Vezna's won. He's made $100 million probably. But we still remember when he was 17 years old, made a mistake. When he was 17, mm-hmm. but can't trust him. It's he funny how a, he has two silver medals in world junior competition. He doesn't, he never brought home the gold. Yeah. Can't when it was, him. it was nothing but gold medals for all those years in Canada. And he's yeah. the guy who broke the, it wasn't just that we didn't score enough goals, but he let it, he made that one mistake. It's funny how you go that way. So let's go 10 guys. If you had, let's not go all 10. 
we're guaranteed we're going Wah, Brodeur, Hasek. Who else you got? Well, we said Cujo you like better. I Terry think Cujo's has, better. You think I like Price Terry is better? Price. I, I, I don't think it's very questionable. Okay, I, I'm, I'm not sold on Price for some reason. I, I don't know what it is. Never have been. I don't know what okay. it is. Yeah, I think he's, he's great, but I'm just not. I'm more of a flash and dash. And he's just too technically sound for my uh, liking, maybe. Jonathan Quick was better when LA was winning their cops. But Quick like was real like, good. So the good. longevity, yeah. Yeah, the longevity. Um, who else do we got? Kiprasov. Mika Kiprasov was better. Oh, yeah. Oh, not fuck, not as good? long, but he had five years of unbelievable. Yeah. High. High and that's play. and that's regional bias for us. We saw how good he was on a nightly basis. We didn't hear it on the radio all the time how good Kipper was. And still here to this day, you would listen to Overdrive and Jamie McClain talking about how, how great he was. And yeah, it's he was an unbelievable goaltender. Yeah. I think Bobby Lou's better. Um, so there's six. So like I'll I'll slot him in like bottom, like I'll I'll give seven, him eight-ish. Like, yeah, between like I'm sure we're missing 10. somebody in there, but Man, just yeah. the disrespect that that guy's got for his career because he's had a really, really... He's going to the Hall of Fame. Vasilevsky in uh, Tampa. Too early yet, but yeah, probably. He will Nikolai, be. Nikolai Habibulin. Bulin, we forget about him. Yeah, yeah he, he's he better. He was so good with Tampa, yeah. Habibulin's better. his cups, yep. yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't think... Habibulin was really going to be with the first incarnation of the Jets, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was real good, too. Yeah, yeah it's, he had a really uh, good run. It's it's just funny how we we, we you don't talk about uh, Flurry with the the same respect as some other goaltenders. And he's he's had a hell of a career, man. He he's going to the Hall of Fame. There's no getting around that. Yeah, I I think you're right. And you know, 500 years. Uh, sorry, 500 years. 500 wins is 500 wins. That's just 500 shit. wins. That's a shit ton of winning. And you and you're there. You're there all game. You ain't taking the seat once in a while. Like when you get a little bit tired, you still got to stand there. And uh, no, he's had a great career international wise. Well, it happened back in 2004, whatever year it was, but or two. Can't uh, trust him. Can't trust, still can't trust him to this day. And it's funny, you can't. And there's people, remember that they will bring him up no matter what. And it, it's priceless to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's priceless to me. And it happened so long ago when he was 17 years old. Well, and I'm the same way. I, I know I've said that. I've said that about him. And then, like, I feel the same about Bobby Lou because he had a bonehead play one World Juniors, too, I believe. Uh, in Winnipeg, it, I think it was in Winnipeg. He let one in from Never Neverland. Yeah. Yeah. Like and he let in between a soft the legs. One. Yeah. He let the soft one in in 20, uh, 2010 in Vancouver. So yeah. You still can't trust, can't well, trust Vancouver, him. Vancouver fans still can't stand the guy. They, uh, yeah. ha- they're half and half. They half love him, half hate him. It's something. Yeah. The love hate that people have for goaltenders, eh? It's something. It's probably their hardest position in sports, but geez, people are hard on goaltenders. They really yeah, are. You're, you're standing on an island, like it's just like you. You make a mistake, no matter how small. There's yeah. no one to bail you There's out. No one to bail you out ever, because you're digging the, the best team in the, the world, net. still yeah. pulling out of the net, anyways. Yeah, anyways. exactly. Whereas trust, any player, trust her from an old goaltender, Dave. I know. Old red light red Linsky, he knows, he knows a lot. Man. Old <laughs> SP4 SPF 45 in the back of my neck, anyways. The 1420 Sports Podcast for viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Be right back with another edition of Oh Yeah or Oh No. 
1420 Sports Podcast, former sports talk, and a whole lot more. We have all these different segments we do uh, week in, week out. Usually they're on Thursday. Sometimes we pull them on a Tuesday. They're all pretty much the same thing. We just name them different things. Uh, this one tonight is called uh, Oh Yeah and Oh No. Uh, it's kind of just a twist on who is better, really, when it comes down to it. But, uh, Dave, Oh Yeah or Oh No. I got a few different ones in here tonight. But uh, start with the one that i seen. Tim Hortons has this big, great, big, massive campaign going on right now with uh, with Justin Bieber, and they got Tim Bieber's or whatever they're called. Um, do you like Timbits? Oh yeah, or oh no to Timbits? Oh no! Like if they're there, I'll take, I'll throw one in my mouth. But I've never, I can't remember the last time I ordered Timbits. But I'm not a donut guy either. I like get a my, donut, man. I I, no. I will actually scoff at a Timbit. Don't tease me, man. See, I think like uh, my uh, my go to at Tim Hortons is the the cheese tea biscuit. I like that with my my coffee, like a little bit of a you know it's it's a biscuit. I prefer a biscuit to a sugar snack. So give me the hey, biscuit anytime. Hey, I, I'm not a big Timbit fan. It's just a teaser. Like give me a whole donut. Like I Timbit, they're bullshit. Yeah. Timbits are <laughs> bullshit. Well, so, I think do- I think donuts are bullshit too. Though. That's that's a hard oh no. Donuts are being bullshit. I love donuts, man. I know you love the donut, but I love like, a donut. Like, I'll walk by a donut. No, oh, I don't have to be hungry to have a donut. There's one in front of me. I eat it every time. Not I. Every time. That's the one last thing I'll I'll have is the last donut. I will never have the last of anything because it's always for Chris Chelios. But there's a last donut. I eat it every time. What and what's your favorite? Just honey glaze, just the normal. Uh the chocolate covered chocolate top. Yeah, yeah, you for that one. See, all of the a- Boston, the, the filled Boston cream with the chocolate on. Oh, that's the oh. fucking. That's that's a hearty, hearty, hearty snack. Boston, it's not a snack; it's a treat. And like, yeah, the Boston. <laughs> if 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 given my druthers and i and i'm craving a donut it is the boston cream there you go and, and then the honey glaze and then the chocolate and then like the chocolate donut with the chocolate sauce on top yeah that can for so for someone who doesn't like donuts you seem to be talking well so everybody's much. tried donuts i know like if i'm gonna have one i know it's one i'm gonna have i like donuts anyways dave get another one uh oh yeah or oh no to dome stadiums and football in uh, I'll, if you're in Minnesota, yeah, because they get a, so much friggin' snow, you, you you wouldn't even be. But I guess Wisconsin has that much snow too. Um, I understand it, and I also get can get behind it in a place like Arizona where you can't play a game at two in the afternoon because it's so friggin' hot. So, um, but what I like about Arizona and I think Texas is dome too, isn't Reliant Field? The the grass pulls it and out, natural grass. Yeah. So if that can be natural grass, oh yeah. Dome stadium, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because climate control is also pretty cool. What about in baseball? Dome stadium. No, never know. No. Huh. All right, good. That's 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 fair enough. Uh Dave, oh yeah or oh no. Nickelback. 
I don't care. I, I don't hate them, but I don't own one song. If it's on the radio, do you turn it off? No, because I'm too lazy. But uh, uh, you gotta be some kind of lazy to lift your arm. Well, no, I don't, exactly. I, I could just push it on the thing. Yeah, but I, I don't like I don't like scanning channels. I'll just put something else on, like a, a podcast or something. Nickelback, I will. How about a sure? It's oh yeah or oh no. Oh no, then. Oh no. Yeah, if I never have to hear Nickelback, I'm cool with that. I would rather listen to Kid Rock than Nickelback. That's the wrong answer. I like Nickelback way more, way more than Kid Rock. I think Kid Rock is. Oh, I think Kid, Kid Rock's. I think Kid Rock's one of those things that people like because other people like them. Oh no, I think Kid Rock's an absolute idiot. But some of his songs from back in the day are pretty good toe yeah. tappers. I'm not a big yeah, mm-hmm. Kid Rock. Anyways, Dave, we're in the Christmas season here. If you don't have your tree up yet, what's wrong with there, or else you just haven't been motivated to do so? But Dave, oh yeah, or oh no, to real Christmas trees. If that's your thing and you want to make a go ahead. We I don't do it because it's it's a bigger pain in the ass. Um, you gotta throw that thing out. Um funny true story. When I was a kid, I was allergic to Christmas trees, the real Christmas trees. So we my family was an early adopter to the artificial. So I've I've been raised with an artificial tree since I've been honestly like five years old i just thought of something funny maybe i shouldn't say it but is that how um, jehovah witnesses tell their kids around having christmas what you're allergic to trees I, i'm just being funny whatever well it's just not impossible then why don't we get a fake one mom no well, you're, you're allergic to that too i don't know whatever i don't know either. i don't know shouldn't i should have said that we shouldn't well, i said it. who cares uh dave oh yeah or oh no camouflage sports team merchandise hats jerseys t-shirts big oh no i agree big oh no i remember reading this thing a little bit ago this was about you know how the nfl does their um their pink clades pink everything for breast cancer and they do all that stuff we're raising money for breast breast cancer for every hundred dollars of merchandise of pink shit the nhl and nfl sold 50 cents might go yeah, to to actual breast cancer research, which is which is a couple million dollars, but get off your high. If you're gonna do it, do it, do stuff. it for the right reasons. Exactly. They don't just sell shit to own. sell shit. Yeah, no. It's exactly. Like, They're just doing that, and same with uh, like we salute the military and all that. That that the military is an important. And it looks kind of stupid. Past. I I, I think I, I think dumb. I think it looks dumb to have a Yankees camouflage shirt. Yes, I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't I'm, like I'm it. a hard oh no on that guy, um, Dave. Oh yeah, oh no to Glass Tigers. Don't forget me when I'm gone. We'll give that an oh yeah. I realize it's been thirty friggin' years, but you know what? That, More that's than a, that, man. It's a pretty good tune. Yeah, it's a pretty good tune. It, it stands the test of time because of stupid CanCon rules. I'll give them that one, but the rest of the Glass Tiger they play on the radio, like I don't need to that uh, the one where he speaks some French in it too and stuff. I just stop it. Which one is that? You're like what I look for, Chapon. Yes. 
je tour tight tight toy something i don't know yeah i failed french and fuck i didn't fail i just didn't care or go care uh yeah a uh, couple more, Dave. Oh, yeah, or oh, no's. Um, stick with the Christmas theme for a couple more. Uh, the, the Christmas fireplace on television. Oh, yeah, or oh, no. I find <laughs> it so ridiculous, but somewhat mesmerizing. When the guy with the plaid shirt reaches his hand in to turn the logs, I find it quite funny. I, I'm going to yeah. give him an oh, yeah. I'll give that an oh, yeah, as well, because it's, why not? Like, it, it you even though it, it it does make the room feel a little bit, it warm. does feel warmer. It's kind of weird, eh? Oh, your yeah. senses did like one sense overtakes the rest of your senses for some reason. So I'll give that one an oh yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that an oh yeah too. And then uh, on Christmas morning, we actually do turn that on and like we play carols and whatever. I, yeah, I, I like when 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 uh, the, the guy with the, like when Santa reaches in his, his suit, he reaches in and flips logs sometimes. I like I get a kick out. I I love Christmas. Um, one more. What about pop Christmas songs like the Mariah Carey's, the uh, Britney Spears songs? The uh, uh, I'm a huge. I I got one on heavy rotation right now by the Backstreet Boys. I love pop Christmas songs. I'm a huge. Oh yeah. What about you, Dave? I'm not a huge. Oh yeah. Like some of them you can take or leave, right? Like the, yeah. some some are a nice try, but you can stop it. Um, I'll but I'll take it because I too enjoy uh i enjoy the festive season i like uh, if you're hanging around um especially wrapping gifts doing the tree my wife and i did cards on saturday um and we listen to christmas music it's it puts you in a good mood and yeah so christmas music i prefer i'm more of a classic than the pop christmas but i'm the opposite because i love the booble singing eh? i uh see i i don't dig so much on the booble right yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm definitely a little bit more old schooly, but uh, I can take, I can take a lot. I, uh, my tolerance is high for, for Christmas music. Yeah, I like Christmas music a lot. There's, there's one. I'll forward you the song. Fuck, she's a toe tapper, man. Rock a little bit. My head, my head was bopping. I know the words almost not. This so many times last night it was great. Anyways, uh, Dave, a uh, couple more shows we got before Christmas. Uh, you got any Christmas shopping done so far? Or have you even started? Uh, no, I have started. I've gotten the wife and boy their big got big ticket items. So now it's just uh, some stocking stuffers and little things. And you know what? what um, anything I still need to buy, as long as I uh, move that mouse and click the button, it'll get here before it, it might show up on the before Christmas morning. You bet. Yeah, so it, I got a couple of things I, I left to do. Maybe I'll get them on throughout the week here. Hope we get them done before I get uh, home next week to enjoy the Christmas season before I head up to Vancouver Island. But uh, Dave, we got two more shows left for Christmas. Uh, tonight was a fun one. Uh, Flurry's underrated in my, in my books. Uh, it's too bad that we're us old men still remember that day back in 2000, whatever year it was. Well, shouldn't have let it in. You got to remember, like, it's um, we watch sports to remember, right? So That's right. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself if you need your own. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. Jim, hey, if you guys are listening on Vancouver Island, make sure you get it to uh, get your tickets to Pacific Rim. Jim's doing a show there on New Year's Eve. Him and, and friends, he's uh, putting a headline in the show all night long from 6 o'clock right until uh, 
the stroke of midnight. Uh, I'll be in bed by then. I mean, one o'clock in, in my part of the world. So, uh, date, uh, Jim, have a good time. Get out there and buy your tickets, Pacific Rim in Parksville, BC.